0: I think I'm dying here, man.
1: Welcome to the 3B Video Deep Cut Podcast. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. Wow, what an introduction. It's us, your not so friendly video store clerks, Rotten Roger DeMarco, and.
0: Yeah, Big Eve in the back room. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> and. Well, I'm not
2: really a video store clerk. I'm more of a ethereal entity. That's true. I preside over all things 3B video. <laughs> all things tech related.
1: Um, and this... Entity. Entity. <laughs> the entity. I will not. Are you sure about that? No. Uh, this. I suppose this is our maiden voyage into podcast land. So, uh... I guess this is the introduction episode so I figured we would kind of break down who we are, and what we do, for the new ears who have discovered us, as well as give a refresher course to all the people who followed us from YouTube land.
0: <laughs> it's, it's been a very uh, complicated route we've taken, and various uh, detours along
1: the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but this morning was, you know, it's a, it was a tech gambit we got this shit all sorted out and we're ready to rock so
0: um, that should be its own behind the scenes episode one day is just like 45 minutes of uh, remix guiding us through (laughs) trying to like plug this into this turn this down switch over to that tap anything now
1: yeah yeah
2: i was mere moments away from starting recording it too i totally
1: could have oh man uh that would have been fucking excellent so for the people who uh, are are just joining us and checking us out. We figured we would give kind of a little rundown of who we are, what we do, and all of that stuff. Um, so I suppose we can start with uh, our good buddy, Mister Evil, in the back room. Uh, you want to give us a little background what? on who you are and uh, why? Why me? Because I'm older, right? Because I'm older. I don't have to go
2: first. Slightly. Who is Daddy and what does he do? Yeah, uh,
1: and and you know why you are qualified i suppose to be a film critic uh, i am not
0: qualified in any way whatsoever i just watch a bunch of movies i uh didn't really have a whole mess of a social life uh, back in the day i still really barely have one as it is now so <laughs> uh, cinema and professional wrestling was kind of my uh, conduits to uh, escape reality so uh, my parents had a cable had a lot of, I don't think we ever really bought any uh, official tapes. We just dubbed a shitload of tapes off of uh, a cable network. So we had a very like extensive library with every tape had at least three movies on it. Just a big variety of, of flicks. Allowed <laughs> to watch all kinds of things I probably wouldn't be allowed to watch if I was running the show. <laughs> right. uh, with my kids at the time frame. Yeah. They're like, eh. Have different a- era. That's also when I also rode in the back of a Corvette, which there is no backseat of a Corvette, but I rode in the back of one on an entire road trip that was at least four hours long. So, different time, different era. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, our parents would sit us in front of a TV. It was kind of like a babysitter for me as well. Like um, if my dad was working on a car or remodeling the house or whatever, it was, uh, you know. Take a movie off the shelf and and put it in the VCR and you're good, you know, for six hours. Kid, sit down, shut up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes it was Howard the Duck. Other times it was uh, House or Friday the 13th Part 2, which kind of molded me into the person that I am today because it was such a <laughs> such an eclectic uh, collection of films. How like you were saying, you know, things would.
0: How would I, you how would you dissect Roger into films like, well, I think he's part Howard the Duck. Friday the 13th,
1: part two, and a little bit of house. Mm -hmm. That's pretty fucking close, man. Uh, I used that reference uh, before in one of the podcasts or maybe one of the live streams talking about how one of my earliest memories was going to the video store with my dad and him renting us the Ghostbusters Nintendo game, Ernest Goes to Jail, and Ah. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. So Ernest Goes to Jail and Nightmare on Elm Street 3 got put onto one tape. So that was like my Saturday afternoon,
0: which is awesome because my equivalent was close. It was Ernest goes to jail and SummerSlam 1991. That was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to have a hell of a good weekend.
1: Yes. Yeah, dude. And, and that tape might be responsible for molding me into the kind of weird, campy horror lover that I am today because uh, they kind of walk hand in hand horror and comedy. And that's, that's sort of our bread and butter. Is that horror? Did you
0: ever, did you ever meld those two movies together in your mind when you were younger? Did you ever put
1: Ernest into the Dream Warriors? <laughs> oh, I'm sure I probably did. Uh, which would be fucking excellent to watch him as Electro Man. Well, I suppose you know. uh, Why oh, am I blanking? Will I was... I'm I was gonna say I'm blanking on his name. Will uh, with those fucking wizard powers is the equivalent of Ernest goes to jail. Uh, <laughs> Electro Ernest.
0: See, I was immediately picturing uh, Kincaid as Ernest, like him blowing through walls, like him being held up in a chokehold and looking down at the chest of souls.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's fucking excellent. Um, So, uh, yeah, what about you, Mr. Remix? Um, What about your uh, start into horror and all of that hoopla?
2: Uh, like, just about a year ago, I think this guy, Roger, was like, you know tech stuff, why don't you know movies? And I was like, fuck movies, I know tech stuff. <laughs> and that's how that works. No, I don't watch movies, don't watch horror specifically either, but when I met you, you were like, well, I'm, uh, I do reviews on this this website called, uh, something or other. <laughs> what was that website? YouTube. No. No. <laughs> Oh, PulseReview well, dot Yes, uh, I'm.
0: I'm curious and not curious. What you what? Because clearly, apparently, in your head, when Roger speaks, you hear like a like a good gangster. I'm curious what in the world translates in your mind when I'm speaking to you. What the hell I sound like?
2: <laughs> well, he's more like Long Island, and you're more like the Bronx.
1: Oh, oh, I suppose. You know. Uh, the Midwestern... within with an advance. <laughs> Midwestern Welcome to Bronx. Tree b Video. <laughs> you motherfucker, you! You motherfucker, you! You motherfucker, you! Um, I suppose we can. be... movie's
0: out there. Some fool got watch them. Why not this fool? Tree b Video. Tree b <laughs> Video. Right?
1: Tree b ya Video. Piece.
0: Tree b Video. Um,
2: yeah, yeah it, so you were doing, uh, written reviews, and I was like, you should, uh, do YouTube. I mean, everybody watches fucking YouTube. Who reads written reviews like at
1: all anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Print, Print is, is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> Ghostbusters reference. Deep Cut. Deep Cut. Deep Cut. Uh, which I suppose that was one of the things I did want to segue into. I don't want to interrupt you, Remix, but uh, the name of the podcast is the 3B Video Deep Cut Podcast. And um, It's The Deep Cut Podcast by 3B Video. Boom, yes. And Evil. You kind of want to break down for the people at home What is a deep cut? What does that mean?
2: A deep
0: cut is for what me and Roger refer to as common, everyday language that no one understands except for me, him, and anyone else that does instantly becomes one of our best friends. But (laughs) it's taking everyday conversation, and if you can find a way to to weave in any movie dialogue that you have stored in your memory banks, you do it, regardless of how many people around you are going to go, huh?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, that's just been one of these things that's, that's, uh, I think I don't want to call us cinephiles cause I feel like the term cinephile is a little pretentious, but you know, we
0: cinephiles right. One star reviews on Amazon,
1: right? Like, like they're up on their soapbox and they're kind of, they kind of got an attitude, but we are just movie lovers. And, um, a lot of these films, they are just, they're built into our psyche, who we are. That's how we talk. And um, so we constantly, when we are together, we throw out these random references, like you were saying, in everyday conversation. And you know that you got a buddy forever when you throw out some weird, obscure reference in an everyday uh, conversation and they go, is that from Last Action Hero? Or is that from, you know, whatever? And then we're like, yep. And uh, it's just, it's kind of a, you know, you think you think this is a costume? <laughs> this is a this is a way of life. Like it's just who we are. The deep it's cut. It's
0: very much a stepbrothers moment. <laughs> yeah.
1: The <laughs> did you, did you Judas quote.
0: National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon one. Yep. You want to do karate in my basement?
1: Yep. Yep. Yes, we do. Um, that's really just that sums up who we are, almost to a T. And it was sort of a no brainer when we decided to officially do a podcast that. Uh, how are we going to brand this? How how are we going to tie this into the video store and, and who we are and what we do? And uh, it just seemed like the logical step for it to be the deep cut podcast because that's just where our conversations go. You'll find if you're new to our brand of um, reviews or our brand of comedy, air quotes, uh, visual gag. <laughs> Humor. Humor. Yes,
0: Huma, that... Our unique brand of Huma.
1: That, um, this is just who we are. We get sidetracked, we go on tangents, because we may be talking about Poltergeist, and then we'll have a deep cut (laughs) from fucking Raw Deal or Tango and Cash, and then we go... That's... that's...
0: That's like a heavy spoiler alert for future episodes. It may be titled review over kingdom of the spiders. And that may be uh opening sentence and we never get back to kingdom of the spiders. <laughs> kind of like
2: episode three of this podcast. We there's an episode three already. You're seeing into the future. I can see everything. I am an entity that presides over everything.
1: 3B video. What do you not understand? <laughs> Beep boop boop. Uh, Remix is a cyborg for those of you that don't know. Um, Call me buster. Yes. And. That's another thing that I did kind of uh, want to discuss in this podcast. I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about um, how we all met and how we formed this uh, little ragtag crew of people trying to take over the world.
0: <laughs> I'm assuming you would, like, uh, you would like me to jump in with that since I, I would totally uh, credit the, the wife uh, of mine of getting things yeah, uh, kick-started for everything.
1: Yeah, Ugh, you, um, many, yeah, you can tell that many, story, many moons. and then Remix will tell his story. Blame many, many wife. moons
0: ago, once upon a time, when I was getting ready to make my lady my wife, we uh, decided to do it at a horror convention that was local to us. And my wife is a super social, chatty person to anybody that's around her, particularly if she's got time to kill. If there's people around, she's going to be like, hey, who are you? What do you do? I'm incredibly not that person. I will just <laughs> stand there in stark silence for three hours waiting for my turn to get my tickets and go into the convention. I, I'm, that's just, no, I'm not interested in what, who, no, fuck off. But she's <laughs> happened to be uh, just that type. So we have to be right there in line next to Roger and his lady. And there it began of like, hey, who are you? Where are you guys from? Why are you guys here? What are you here to see? And then like decided, no, these are pretty cool people. We'll see you next year. And next so year it rolls begins. around. We, uh, yeah, so it begins. The next year rolls around. We have a couple people remember from the previous year. Like, man, I hope we run into them again. And there they are. We get to see them again. The interaction becomes a bit more, you know, uh, getting to know each other kind of thing, a
1: little bit more intimate.
0: And then, uh, yeah, numbers are exchanged, names are, uh, exchanged, things are remembered. Let me, let me
1: interject real quick before you go on with this story. Uh, that is a, Evil and I are both in our mid thirties. Okay, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to out us too much for the younger audience out there, but fucking fogies, we, late
0: thirties now. Yeah, but, you're still mid. I'm I'm officially
1: late. But we are, again, like he was saying, we're not exactly social butterflies, and um, it's a really weird thing for us to like. We knew we were like creating a friendship. We knew that we were like super cool. And we spent the majority of this weekend together, like, interacting, buying each other stuff, hanging out, like, just, oh, man, did you see this? Da, 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 da. And then it's, like, Sunday when the convention is ending, and we're, like, ready to part ways. And we're kind of, like, standing there shuffling our feet like little kids who, you know, don't want to go home. And it's this, like, little moment where Evil is, like, hey, uh can I maybe like get your number? And I was like, already ready for it. And I was like, here it is. And he was like, cool. Cause I, I didn't want that to be weird. And it was like, you know what I mean? Cause we're not, that's, that's like, we're little kids. We just are little kids, even though we're <laughs> in our mid thirties, mid to late thirties. So sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the rest of your oh, no,
0: that, well, well done. And that began the uh, occasional uh, phone and uh, interweb conversations, which led to me uh, stupidly buying two copies of Crystal Lake Memories when that uh, eight-hour documentary came out. And I was like, I'm pretty positive uh, he hasn't ordered this yet and is a big fan, so hit him up and be like, hey, I'm dumb and bought two copies of this. You want the other one?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs>
0: sure. Yes, I do. So I was like, Okay. I will send it your way. And then further down the road, Roger was uh, involved in doing those written reviews on uh, repulsivereviews.com. With
1: our good buddy, uh, Frank Fockin' Fulci.
0: A... Oh, gosh.
1: Fockin' Fulci.
0: Yes. The fulchinator. <laughs> doing reviews for him. He asked, asked at one point, like, Hey, you know, been kind of bullshitting for a while now. Would you like to write some reviews for, for the site? And I was like, yeah, I'll give it a crack and... The wife tried a couple as well, and we wrote a couple of reviews for it. And then from that, you know, hung out more and more, started, you know, almost uh, bullshitting on a daily basis because we unfortunately live out of state. So interwebs and uh, online conversations is the extent of what we can do most of the time. Yeah. And eventually uh, Roger started dipping his toe back into the YouTube world. He's like, I'm going to start doing more videos there. You want to do it with me? And I said, "No, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. I hate. My... <laughs> I have a voice. Uh, I, I yeah. <laughs> I have a face for silent radio and a and a, and a voice for 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 terribleness. I, like,
2: I silent, radio. <laughs> <laughs> silent radio. A broken radio. Silent radio. That's my new horror movie coming out this fall.
0: Mm. A voice for a silent film and a face for radio.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Got him. It's
0: like I don't like." listening or looking at myself at all i was like you want me to go on the interwebs with you and talk i was like uh, no i don't want to do that but he he asked and uh whatever it is uh this gentleman asked me to do regardless of how much i really don't want to do it <laughs> i usually go you know uh i trust him <laughs> the one guy that could be like i'm gonna jump off this bridge will you jump up with me i would be like okay
1: (laughs) i'm waiting for the pending sexual assault charges from you (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) just just take it out man let me look at it
1: (laughs) yeah let let me sniff it (laughs) jesus (laughs) jesus Uh, ain't got nothing to do with this place (laughs) hey halloween four reference deep cut
2: Three B Video doesn't have an HR department. I didn't feel like it was really that important, but I feel like I made a crucial mistake.
1: <laughs> Listen here, uh, if anybody has any complaints, go ahead, uh, you know, type them up, print them out, and shove them up your ass. Jesus! Yes. <laughs> now we're sexually
2: harassing Again. our audience.
0: <laughs> if they didn't know that coming in, uh, just be prepared. It's it won't get much better, but. It could get worse.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it's a very loose, off-the-cuff podcast uh, formula. You know, that's that's the thing about the horror community um, is there's so many people out there that do reviews and do all of these, uh, you know, everyone has, like, their own little niche in the horror community. And so it's it's difficult to come up with something and stand out. And before we get into how I met Mr. Remix, I was going to say <clears throat> with the YouTube, it started out, um, I had an old editor who apparently could not keep up with my output. So I was filming constantly and she was only able to put up like one video every month. And, uh, so then I stopped doing the video reviews for like two years and, um, I did some odds and ends stuff. I worked on film sets. I, I, uh, was a, you know, an extra and all of this other crap. And this light bulb just went off that said, you know what? Like you like working on film, but you don't like all the hurry up and wait that's involved in working on film. So why not start the YouTube stuff back up? You're in charge of the writing. You're in charge of the editing. There is no hurry up and wait. There is just work and it's work on stuff that you love and appreciate. So it won't ever feel like work. So, we kicked into doing YouTube full-time, and um, things were going really well, and then there was a really bad storm here, which flooded my basement, which is where my movie room is. And that prompted us to have to tear out stuff and reconfigure, and when we tore it out and it was completely gutted, I I was kind of at this crossroads of what do I do now with my movie collection? And it seemed like the logical explanation for a a weirdo like me to build a video store in his house. So we went from three B production company to three B video. And we made the switch a very conscious decision to make this go ahead. Which side note
0: you want to tell them why three B what are three? What is the three B?
1: Ah, there you go. That's another deep cut. Um, The three B's are the three B's needed in schlock horror, or in horror in general. The blood, the boobs, and the beasts. And when we grew up, we were both obsessed with Monster Vision, with Joe Bob Briggs. Which, thankfully, he's got a new show on Shudder. So we get to see him again. But there was like a 20-year gap where Joe Bob was not doing shows... You know, not doing anything. And uh, oddly enough, we built the video store, named it 3B Video. And within like the first six months, Joe Bob was like back on Shudder, which was amazing. But uh, this whole thing kind of started as tribute to the the Monster Vision host of yesteryear. You know, the regular everyday guy. Uh, Although Joe Bob has accolades. We do not have accolades. Um, but he, yeah, his character.
0: I, I don't even, I don't even think that dude has a script. He just can just start fucking talking
1: about mm-hmm.
0: such detail on a million things, which quick ultimate side note while that hiatus, while he was gone, I'm assuming you also like me picked up the Jason X DVD when it came out. Yes. How fucking flipped were you? And you're like, ah, 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 Joe Bob's on the bonus features. Yes, Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's the man. We look up to him tremendously. And, um, so, so that was kind of the whole deal was we built this video store as like a little tribute to him. And you'll notice if you follow us on YouTube as well, that there are tons of little Easter eggs in the video store paying tribute to Joe Bob in the back room, in the front of the video store. They're all over Little, little things, um, because, uh, without him I don't I don't know that we would be here yes we grew up loving these movies but I think monster vision was that like it hit us both at a perfect age and it left a lasting impact and there's something about like uh explaining all the funny things that happen in a movie you know ah there's 27 dead bodies 18 titties one bush one severed penis and then you know all the other fun stuff like
0: and it was also refreshing for uh, any other place you would hear uh, anyone hosting a movie go, ex- really explaining in detail stuff's going on. And Joe Bob was the guy I remember being like, if something didn't make sense, he'd be like, they're doing this and I have absolutely no no idea why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie makes no sense right here. <laughs> yeah, I got it. It wasn't like condescending. It was like, this doesn't make sense here, but it's pretty cool still, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, love listening to him talk about Phantasm because... Phantasm is a hard movie to uh, decipher, and he doesn't even pretend. So uh, I love that about him. <laughs> but yeah, so back on onto the YouTube thing, you know, we we kicked this into full gear, and um, at first, these podcasts, the origination of these podcasts was uh, a Skype call between me and Evil, which we called Buddies Forever, which is another deep cut to the movie Brain Scan, which we absolutely love. And, um, we were doing these really shitty Skype calls with bad audio, but it was mainly just so him and I could stay in contact because like he said, we live a state away from one another and that's where remix comes in. So I'm going to let remix kind of, uh, kick <laughs> in and tell the story about how we crossed paths just, and how he came just into ridiculing
0: the us, just tearing everything we have done apart. Being like, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's no real fun story of how we met. I didn't meet you at some convention about horror movies. You were just some dude at work that everybody's like, that guy's fucking weird. (laughs) I'm like, he's funny. He talks about some super nihilistic shit, and that's pretty fucking funny. (laughs) You started talking about how you do reviews. I said you should do it on YouTube. You're like, well, I kind of started getting back into it, but I don't really have anything set up for it. So you started doing those Skype calls, and I was like, that's fucking stupid. Skype. garbage. Your audio? Garbage. Your video? Garbage. Try doing this. Try doing this. And as you started to transition into the things that I said, I kind of had to come on board and straighten out certain things. You started getting more in-depth with the technology actually involved. Mixers and bigger cameras and stuff like that. Stuff that required somebody to operate the entire time that it was actually in production. So I was Pretty much just brought on to be professional tech man, which is what I am. Right. Because I know computers, I know cameras, just a little bit. I don't know audio for shit, so this <laughs> is something new. I don't know shit. That, <laughs> that's why you're here. That's another thing. I don't know shit. Nobody else knows how to handle any of this stuff. You were like, well, what else do I do besides Skype? I'm like, use Discord. Everybody uses Discord. Discord gives you finer control over your like actual bandwidth usage and stuff like that you can change where your packets are being sent to and received from but that's
1: extra shit we don't need to worry about (laughs) then it's like and both of us are like what
0: the fuck is discord
1: absolutely i still don't know what discord is and we have like 90 members
0: (laughs) yeah it's still tough to like what is it exactly i'm like it's a thing
1: (laughs) it's like a message board that's it's what, a message board. There you go. It's a message board for the for the old fogies in the back, like Evil and I. Um, again, like you were saying, you know, Evil and I, we don't know technology. That is not our forte. Um, I hate to refer to ourselves as the talent. Air quotes again. Visual gag for the people listening. Um, but really, what we do is watch movies, take notes, have fun. We need someone else to, um, set up the lights, set up the cameras, make sure there's no audio discrepancies, make sure there's no trouble. And, um, at first for that first year, evil and I were doing this all on our own and the channel has grown tremendously. The, um, the quality has grown tremendously, but that's the thing is some people do this as a hobby and for whatever weird reason, it kind of clicked in my brain that if we had a team behind us and we had people making sure that we weren't making crazy mistakes and we were we were working to our full potential that we could turn this into some form of a career. And over the past year it has taken off like I can't even I can't even measure it with the Patreons um, with the monetization and now with us branching out into the podcast world it's the support has been like completely overwhelming
0: yeah it's uh it's it's bonkers to in to go go back and look at like the introduction of us trying to do this as a uh, team thing on the on the youtubes just go ahead go back and watch like that those first episodes and like you can see where we wanted to go without us even knowing where we wanted to go uh, like just give it you know a couple years and some uh some patrons will will definitely help uh pay to upgrade the things that we we use which is the biggest to we can have to be like uh, your your money goes places uh, when you're a patron, or we get we get coin from doing this. It's to keep making things better. So the better things are, the more people hopefully will tune in and listen to us. If we go back and look at those things and what we were doing when it was just me on my cell phone <laughs> 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 doing calls. He tried to call with... me
1: on my cell phone. Um, yeah, we we've just we've grown so much, and there's so much more that we want to do, which. If you can, you subscribe to a podcast. Is that a thing that people are doing?
2: Yeah, I'm okay. sure they can.
1: You can subscribe to our podcast. If you do that and you go on this journey with us, you will start to hear um, tidbits about things that are going on with the channel, behind the scenes, all this crazy stuff. Because we have some super lofty plans, and things have. Uh, Not necessarily been in our favor. The whole world is kind of shut down. So that's, you know, slowed us down a bit. But we we have slowed
0: things down a bit. But I mean, I'd still, I would say, like, look at everything we're doing between podcasts, the behind the scenes things we're doing, doing videos, reviews. That's all on top of still working everyday jobs like everybody else out there because this isn't paying that well yet. Right. Hopefully one day, but not not what, not enough yet to where we can live sustainably without having to go to a regular everyday joe job. And two of the three of us are family guys and got to deal with, you know, raising two children who aren't in school for probably another uh calendar year at this rate. So Good
1: Lord, don't. There's mind. a lot of
0: spinning plates for the two of the three of us.
1: Mhm. Well, and yeah, and also Remix has a lot of a lot of plates to deal with too. Um For the, you know, working third shift and then trying to sleep, and then also being at my beck and call every time I text them, hey, this thing isn't working. Hey, uh, I don't know what this fucking means. Hey, AdSense is dumb.
0: He does, he doesn't sleep. He just needs to recharge his battery and maybe debug once in a while because he's not remember he's he's synthetic, not stupid. I'm right. so
2: glad I'm not fucking doing PR anymore. People used to message me all the time asking me for fucking help and now now I don't get those messages because everything's been squared away and it's so much fucking nicer. I can actually <laughs>
1: rest my eyes, breathe a little bit. Um Lieutenant PR is my specialty predator two reference deep cut um so i suppose hey mine it's my sister <laughs> oh you're not my sister are you um and to let people get to know us i wrote down a couple of questions just so we can get in on that a little bit of that horror front so i was gonna ask you evil um your favorite yes s- your favorite slasher villain and why
0: I'm a Kruger man. I was uh, born and raised on the Elm Streets. That was uh, my first uh, exposure to the Slashers. My sister uh, was 10 years older than me, so uh, when I was super young, uh, single-digit age, she was a teenager at like the epitome, best time to be a teenager in 80s Slasher culture, and there was a Christmas where she got a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 promotional poster Uh, big old 18 by 24 bastard and she would chase me because i was terrified of fred krueger with it (laughs) so uh much like how i found out uh life is a full circle my daughter has done the exact same thing with uh clowns i took that thing i was terrified of exposed myself to it more and now it's just uh it's a good memory i love it i have plenty of uh, nostalgia tied to it and it's my it's my go-to uh Slasher and uh, franchise Is A Nightmare on Elm Street And I've gone on to collect as many copies Of the the films as I can Meet as many of the cast members And collect as much of the merchandise as I can Because we also didn't have a whole Whole lot of coin back in the day So I wasn't allowed to really get A whole lot of merchandise So now that I'm adult it's like Ice cream for dinner it's time to make up for all that stuff I couldn't get back then and like oh how much is that Let me have that mother
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah sidebar uh, you do probably have one of the most impressive Elm Street collections that I've ever seen. I'm sure that there's probably people out there who have a lot more, but yours is fucking amazing. It's, it's like breathtaking when you actually see it. Like all of these figures from this toy line, all of these posters, all of these um, like the old, like the squirt balls, the spit balls and all of that stuff like that we missed out on when we were little and you have it all now.
0: I'm still occasionally trying to get my ultimate was to get that poster back and to get some form of screen used prop. And I ended up finding it ain't the exact same size poster. It's uh it was, I'm a hundred percent positive looking at it. It's the uh Freddy fan club poster that was given away mm. when you signed up for the fan club, but it's the same poster design, but it's smaller than the one I remember having that I took from my sister. That was, Clearly, an 18 by 24 big old back of the door uh, to your room poster. Right. And then, yeah, happened to happened to find a piece of uh, supposed, I, I believe it's uh, genuine, but it's got a certificate. Used, yeah, a certificate that says it's a, some screen used uh, scraps of uh, Freddy sweater from Nightmare 4. Which is amazing. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> You have a much more impressive piece of screen used memorabilia, and a much awesomer story than I do for for that for a screen used prop. But also trying to find a screen used prop that's under like three fucking bills is is not easy to do for a franchise that had its heyday in the '80s, which is fuck thirty plus years ago now.
1: <laughs> don't don't remind me. <laughs> um, all right, Remix. So, what about you? You got a favorite slasher franchise? I know you're, like, you're new to horror. That's another thing that a lot of people don't understand. So you, you know, um, when you came into the fold, um, you're a sci-fi guy. You're an action guy. But you, like you said, you don't watch a lot of movies. So every time you would come here, I would send you home with stacks on stacks of movies to kind of educate you into this popcorn horror world that we live in. So so where are you at now with the slashers?
2: I'm still not super into any single slasher icon, but if I had to choose a slasher icon, it would be Michael Myers because I've grown up seeing the trailers for the movies. I know that my grandpa on my mother's side was super into uh Mike Myers and so it was always around. I think that there were a couple of those uh little dolls that make fucking noises in my grandma's <laughs> attic. One of them was Mikey and one of them was fucking Nosferatu. <laughs>
1: Nosferatu's so, a silent film, so his button was broken? or he just, His <laughs>
2: eyes just kind of lit up. <laughs> but uh, if I had to pick... Like, just sat up out of the toy box. <laughs> yeah, if I had to pick any horror icon, I'd go with someone that's like under a lot of makeup or under a lot of gears and stuff. I'm more a fan of special effects. So things like a xenomorph or the aliens and predators and stuff, they're more my style when it comes to cinema, but you know, if I have to pick a slasher, I'm going with Mikey.
1: Mm -hmm. I figured that's the answer you were going to give. Um, and for those at home who want to know about mine, it is Mr. Jason Voorhees. I, I don't have a massive Friday the 13th collection or anything, but, um, I have very fond memories of the Friday the 13th franchise that tie in with family members and things like that. Um, I've always just absolutely loved Jason and, I can remember when I moved out on my own officially and had my own house and was kind of, you know, working for a living and doing all the the supposed grown up things, even at an early age. Um, I discovered that Kane Hodder had a website and you could send him $20 and get autographs. And I did that twice. And I like, it was always my life's dream to get to meet Kane Hodder. I was, I was obsessed with Kane. Um, and now, it's, it's funny, since we work the convention circuit, that we've crossed paths with him multiple times. It just it's it went full circle, and I got to, um, yeah. We had that two-year
0: <laughs> sure. huh? two odyssey of uh, getting into gaming and playing the Friday the 13th of the game, and we still will play that and defend that to the death of how much we uh, love that game, if nothing else, for all the hidden multi-Easter egg things that are everywhere in that thing that was like, who would think of shit like putting the lamp from one of these movies in one of the cabins on this thing? Oh, mm. people like us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That movie is one giant, or that game is one giant deep cut. There's tons of, like, really, really good attention to detail. The game itself has flaws, yes, but we don't, we don't care. For my, like, we're, Evil's more of a gamer than me. We're franchise fans. So, um, We both backed that on Indiegogo or whatever it was, Kickstarter, and I didn't even have a system, but Evil had an Xbox One, so he said, since you backed it, you got to get a system, and so I bought the system, the game came, and we spent two years of our lives playing it for like six hours a day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of those videos are up on the YouTube channel as well, of us us recording us playing that game and uh, having interesting conversations and all kinds of shenanigans while we were playing that. And I remember, gosh, we had, we maybe, we were like, it's a good day when we got to finish a single (laughs) game without it crashing, blowing up or restarting the whole system on us.
1: Yeah. Launch, launch month. This was was awesome. (laughs) Um, but sidebar about that game, this is just, this is what horror and, and movies and, and this game mean to us, you know, uh, I was going through a very rough time on launch day of that game. We had a death in the family. Um, there, it was it was beyond rough to try and decompress or try to you know not feel all of these emotions and to try and take a break. And that game got me through a very very rough transitional period in my life. Where I could put my headphones on, I could just chat it up with evil, and we met a lot of—I uh, don't want to say like—you know—characters. Yeah, we met we met a lot of characters, and and some people who uh, we miss to this day that we made that you know we're, we were friends with, and once that game kind of lost a little steam, those gamers went elsewhere, and uh, we don't have any contact with them anymore, but. They were part they were a part of our lives every day for at least a year.
2: Yeah. The uh, term rush buster <laughs> will always remain in my vocabulary. I don't even know what a fucking pipe <laughs> wrench is anymore. It's a rush buster. <laughs> yeah. I want to get that tattooed on my forearm. A pipe wrench that says rush buster? That would be the deepest of cuts yes. to a fucking YouTube channel that
1: only a few thousand people Ooh. know about.
0: Talk about something we should all get. We should all get Rush Buster tattoos done.
1: M- matching Rush Buster tattoos coming soon. <laughs> um. Which,
0: mini sidebar, they're they're to- at my uh, everyday nine to five job. They are totally right now selling straight up Tommy Jarvis jackets in a regular blue and a almost a black jean color.
1: Utah, give me two. <laughs> if it's if
2: it's actually like almost screen accurate unintentionally, please buy me one because you know I've got that beige colored one that looks I, like it could be his, but it is player isn't. two Jarvis. I call it player call two Jarvis. Win. Cause it looks like if you were playing a fucking mortal Kombat style fighting game, it looks like the alternate color version.
0: <laughs> I will be back at work Monday. I will go make, I will make a point to go over to where they're at. Snapchat you a image of what it looks like. And then I'll just wait for uh, the PayPal coin to drop in there, which I guess I should activate that card. <laughs>
2: it's probably <laughs> like soon. 35 bucks. It's not too bad.
0: Um, I don't know what that costs. I never looked at the price because I immediately looked at them. And I was like, none of these are
1: going to fit me. So. <laughs> uh, Tommy boy reference. Deep cut. I didn't say it, but you knew what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would rip the back right out of all of these jackets. But but somebody like, yeah, Roger Remix might be able to pull this off pretty well. I'm, I've seen Raj try to wear one of my jackets.
1: I'm going to flex and bust out of this thing.
0: Straight up Uncle Fester-like.
1: Yes, I do look like Uncle Fester when I wear a giant jacket. Um, But on that note, I I did just kind of want to introduce us and what we're about and let you guys know that we're going to go on a crazy journey. Some of these episodes may uh, be deep dives into movies, as deep as we get. So, you know, very loose format, very fun very much like you are just kind of hanging out shooting the shit with a couple of buddies I
0: think the next one we should just do an entire episode of us just riffing
1: on playing the game <laughs> hey anything's possible I feel like uh, that was the
2: <laughs> sequel episode to our 3B podcast that was exclusive on Patreon wasn't it it might be first was Return of the Living Dead second was on the uh, Friday the 13th game Full I don't want to talk about that game anymore
1: Full circle. Um,
0: Oh, yeah. I guess we technically had two games. We had the 60 minute movie game, and then we had, I just think of the prop game as the game.
1: Oh. Mm -hmm. Yes, the prop game, which will be another thing that we introduce to the podcast and uh, podcast listeners, podcast audience. Um, It's a good idea. Let's do it.
0: So, something Raj and I did uh, back when we were trying to do vending uh, gigs for conventions and shows is when time, you know, when it's time to kill. You know, a few minutes here and there, uh, we divulged this game we like to play called The Prop Game, where uh, one of us will name a flick to the other individual, and you'll tell us what prop you would love to take home as memorabilia from that movie. But we like to try to get something a little bit outside the box, i.e., like if you were to say Back to the Future, the easiest thing in the world would be, oh, I want the DeLorean. Try to go a little deeper. i like, what else would you want besides a DeLorean? Everyone wants the fucking DeLorean, you know? Okay. I would like that weird fucking headset thing that Doc wears when he answers the door for Marty in 1955 <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a chandelier on his head. <laughs> Something like that. So we will uh, do our best to conclude episodes uh, that aren't having a special guest on or some kind of uh, special uh, circumstances with a, a friendly round of the prop game. So I will kick off, and uh, this will be, we'll each do a, a flick. We'll pick a flick, and the other two here will let us know what they would like to take home as memorabilia from this flick. So for Raj Remix, I give you both Aliens.
1: Oof. Uh, all right. Remix, I'll let you go first. Hand tracker. Boing. You want a hand tracker, huh? That's There's some moving, and it ain't us. <laughs> uh, can I just have the the fucking gunny sack filled with ammunition that they they all hand to Apone? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it looks super small, like hand over the magazines. Yeah,
1: I just want the the gunny sack filled with ammo. <laughs> or, or I want Apone's cigar. Look into my eye. <laughs> See,
0: uh, the first thing that came to my mind to grab would be uh, Newt's head doll, Casey. Oh, nice! She can't. I thought the Casey head doll would be a nice, nice, small, little, and very, very specific to that movie.
1: She can't feel anything. She's plastic, or whatever the fucking line is. I butchered that one. Yeah. Like,
0: no, she's a, and that totally sounds like my daughter. I'm like, no, she's a fucking plastic doll head. <laughs> don't be, <laughs> don't be stupid. Like my, my 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 littlest had a got a pet like a, like a toy stuffed dog at like some school thing and they're like oh what uh, what's what's his name dog because he's a dog <laughs> <laughs>
1: and on that note
0: it's like, <laughs> we'll see you like, next yes, don't be
1: huh don't be stupid it's a dog <laughs> yeah and on that note we'll see you next week. Look, let's just bug out and call it even, okay? What are we talking about this for? I say we take off and nuke the entire site from morbid. It's the only way to be sure. Fucking A.